Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode here at Fort Worth Roots. This is one episode of 10 that we are using to launch the Fort Worth Roots podcast. If you'd like to check out our social media links or show notes and all the other good stuff, you can go to www.fortworthroots.com. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for checking out this episode. My guest today is the founder of The Success Door. You can find her information at www.thesuccessdoor.com. She's also the author of the book, A Different Monday. Please give it up for Nitu Rishi. All right. That's it. That's the intro. So, um, yeah, let's start the show. Me too. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you, Andrew, for having me. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. So it's been a while since I drove to this side of town. Mm-hmm. It's clear to me that uh, things are starting to get back to normal with the traffic. That's so a new normal for all of us yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I was getting used to uh, kind of not having so much traffic and being able to mm-hmm. maybe leave the house 10 minutes later, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, those days might be behind us, which is yes. a positive thing. It is, it is. <laughs> so tell me about this YouTube channel that you just started. Okay, the YouTube channel, because I always wanted to be an aspiring uh, motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I have been um, participating in many speech contests because I'm a part of Toastmasters. I'm part of two clubs. Mm-hmm. I'm serving as a vice president public relations there. And I have competed in many contests, and by God's grace and a little bit of my hard work, I could win many um, awards in that, in all the categories. And then I I started getting invites to be a keynote speaker. And then I realized, and people started saying, you inspire us, you know. I started getting calls, I'm feeling low, can you motivate me? <laughs> and that was the day when I realized, oh, I have the skill. Why not to inspire the world by not only reaching through, you know, whosoever invites, let me launch this YouTube channel. But then there was a weird dream behind it. I always wanted to launch it with a music motivational video. That was challenging, right? Recording a video, talking about motivation, I have a lot of stuff in my mind I can share because I've been doing it from two decades. Mm-hmm. But when it was about a music video, I'm not a singer, I'm not a songwriter. So I had to find a songwriter, a composer, a singer, and then a videographer. Then we compiled and we made a video which which conveys a message. It's in my Hindi native language. It says, Ajile Zara. But it means that live every moment that comes in your life. Forget about the past. Forget what's happening in the future. Live in the moment. So it took me one year to prepare and get it done. And finally, and then I did a screening of it. And that day I launched my YouTube channel by the name Neetube. So it has my name Neetu and uh, a part of YouTube, right? Tube. I thought that was very clever. <laughs> so I had a couple questions there. So um, yeah. Toastmasters, mm-hmm. I'm, I know that I'm familiar with that name because mm-hmm. as soon as I read that on your uh, biography, mm-hmm. it, I recognized it. Uh-huh. But what is that again? Because I'm, I'm not familiar enough eno- about uh-huh. it to give a description uh-huh. of it. Toastmasters is nonprofit organization. It is international organization. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to improve in their speaking skills, they want to gain confidence, they want to get rid of the stage fare, they want to get rid of, the, rid of the filler words. Nowadays, you see all the kids speaking, you know, when they are talking, they are using more of likes, ums, ers. 
So it needs all practice, right? Nothing comes overnight. I must be driving you nuts <laughs> then. <laughs> so it's it's a platform <laughs> wherein you be a member of it, and it is a s- uh, you have to do yourself. Nobody's going to push you because it's run by the people itself. You be a part of it, and then they give you some manuals. You prepare a topic, go and give a speech. So the other members will evaluate, give you your feedback. Because to improve, you need to have that evaluation, that feedback, that criticism. Only mm-hmm. then you can improve. If everybody of my friends says, oh, you are amazing, I'll never improve. So that was a platform where I started. Uh, and uh, I got all the confidence and uh, all the stage fear was gone. I'm glad you said that. It's it's important not to isolate yourself or insulate yourself, rather, uh-huh. uh, w- <laughs> With people that... Um, it's perfectly fine. I think I all keep personalities doing it are different, right? There are introverts, there are extroverts. But like for you, you are doing an amazing job. You are reaching out to people well, and you. bringing their word to the other. But, you know, again, that means you are confident. You have that speaking skills, that effective communication skills, I would say. Yeah. Yes, but now I'm terrified that I'm going to use a crutch word, which I did two in the last sentence. Don't worry, I'm not going to count it. <laughs> I am, <laughs> especially when I go to edit this, I'll be like, oh, no, no, no but you're right. Fine. You're right. Nobody's and uh, perfect. that's, that's probably one of the biggest issues whenever it comes to public speaking is getting around that. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know why it is, but when you're in front of a group of people, mm-hmm. those, uh, and whatever, all those crutch words yeah, just happen, yeah. it takes pop time. out of nowhere. Yeah. If you keep practicing, it's, it's like swimming, right? You sure. can't learn swimming by sitting on the s- on the shore, you have mm. to jump in the pool. Public speaking is going on the stage, jumping on the stage, and keep speaking, keep speaking. <laughs> right. So is there like a, a Toastmasters uh, chapter here in this area? Yes, uh, there are so many. There are so many clubs here. Yeah. They're called as clubs. You mm-hmm. can easily, anybody can search a Toastmasters club near me, okay. and then they can join that club. It's a very reasonable amount of membership that they charge. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been doing that for how many years? Um, it's been almost four years now. So, I so moved here in like 2000. Like yeah, I moved here <laughs> in 2016 from India. So when I came here, of course, because I was from India, I was good in my English, but I had to learn the accent. And there were so many words which I used differently to get used to. Because if you're in a training kind of profile, mm-hmm. you have to learn that. Sure. So I decided to join Toastmasters. Since then, I am associated with Just that. Sharpening that tool. Sharpening that saw. <laughs> so <laughs> what part of India did y'all move from? Uh, I was in the capital, New Delhi. Okay, uh-huh. New Delhi. Yeah. Um, and what brought y'all here? So it was my husband's project, though I always had a dream to come to U.S. Since uh, I got married, I told mm-hmm. my parents, I want to get married, and, you know, I want to go abroad. But then um, this person comes in my life, and I'm so lucky to have him. His name is Himanshu. I got married to him 22 years ago. Wow. And uh, he always was working with U.S. projects, and Mm -hmm. we knew that someday we'll land up here. And then when my children were growing, they also had a dream to come to U.S. for higher studies. Of course, Mm -hmm. it is one of the best countries. So then we decided to take this move, and we together moved here. For me, it was a little challenge because in India, I was working from last 15 years. I had a good profile mm. wherein you have all the luxuries. You are on the executive level. Oh, wow. But then you have to leave the job. That means all the amount that you are earning, it comes to zero. Right. It was a little challenging for me, but then I decided, oh, let's move. It is good for the kids to go. And if they are going to get a better education for their future, we can do that much. And then I, s- 
I decided to live the life of my dreams here and start from scratch. Well, it sounds like you're doing an amazing job. For those of you that are listening and not watching the video, um, Nitu has a very impressive banner behind us. <laughs> it's got her name and a uh, very uh, professional headshot at the top. Uh, it's got some graphics on it, the success door, and uh, just some descriptions of what the success door is all about. And that's the tagline, which I say, be the architect of your life. Because I teach people, I don't motivate them, I teach them how to be self-motivated, how you mm -hmm. can control your own life. So what is the, if you had to sum it up, or if you had to put it in one or two bullet points, what are the most important uh, steps or pieces of advice for confidence, whether it's in public speaking or just life advice? The first is self-belief. Mm -hmm. You have to believe in yourself, accept the way you are. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is accept uh, your weakness and start working on it. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't work on our weakness, we'll never become better. You can become better than yesterday just by practicing any skill, any skill that you pick. So I think to summarize, there are two things. First is self-belief, accept the way you are, believe in yourself, and then start working on your uh, weakness to improve. Now, when I was a kid... I wanted to be Superman, so I put on a cape, <laughs> and I jumped off of the roof of oh the house. <laughs> You're probably not talking about that goals, type of self-belief. Goals self -belief. be measurable and achievable. Mm. Unrealistic goals don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom probably should have, well, bless her heart. She, she watched me best she could, but uh -huh. I was a very high-energy child. So now hopefully you're not trying to be a Superman. Um, well, I still get myself in a lot of trouble. I... Uh, I'd long distance run. Just get a costume, get a good photo shoot done, and you'll be all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jumping off of roofs lately, uh -huh. but I, I do things like I'll go out for a run, uh -huh. and I'll feel really good. So I'll go from point A to point B, uh -huh. forgetting that I have to come back to point A. Uh -huh. So I'll run out, and I'll keep going, I'll keep going. And before I know it, I'm seven, eight miles out, mm -hmm. and I have to turn around and come back. And by the time <laughs> I'm done... I have broken myself. Oh my so God. that's my adult version of uh, jumping off the roof. Fit. That keeps you fit and fine. Yeah. yeah, but it breaks you too. It breaks you, yes. So you need to be more realistic and dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, your book, A Different Monday. Mm -hmm. I, you are, I'm going to say this and I'm going to be wrong, but I believe you are the first author that, that we've interviewed. Um, I know that one of our musicians... Mm -hmm. Uh, has written two books, but I don't know that he considers himself an author. <laughs> I guess I should ask. I guess if you write a book, you're an author, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. Okay, so you would be the second. Um, but tell me a little bit about A Different Monday. A Different Monday, as the name says, all the Mondays are same in the life of people because mm -hmm. they all have those Monday blues. You start from childhood. A child doesn't want to go to school on a Monday. A person doesn't want to go to work on Monday, right? Every Monday we wake up, oh no, it's Monday. <laughs> so I myself had been struggling during my young age with these things. Mm -hmm. And I'm a kind of person, if I'm struggling with something, I'll try to find uh, the deep uh, cause of it, find the root cause, work on it. So when I did all this research and uh, I equipped myself not to say, oh no, it's Monday, I started saying, wow, it's Monday, what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. And then when I saw so many people also doing the same because I was handling a manager position and all my team members on Mondays, either they are late, either they are unproductive, nobody was working. Yeah. So there I did a pilot program wherein I started training them on how to make your Monday productive. And uh, my curriculum was a kind of developing and then 
somebody told me, why don't you share it with the world? Oh, how do I share? Okay, let me start writing articles. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, I have good writing skills maybe. I inherited from my dad. <laughs> he's a good, he's a very good and creative writing. Okay. And back, if you take in a few years, like 30 years ago, when there was no communication means, mm -hmm. we used to write letters, right? Right. So my dad used to write letters and I was helping him. Mm -hmm. So I inherited that, uh, I should say, capability of writing. So I decided, okay, let's write a book. But again, I'm a person who always give tough deadlines and tough mm -hmm. dreams. The way I mentioned about my YouTube channel, for my book, I decided I will write a book. I'll publish. But my first copy should go, uh, there's a legend singer in India. His name Kay. is Sonu Nigam. Kay. I decided, uh, I, I used to watch him a lot and maybe had a crush with him. <laughs> whatever. So the I decided truth comes out. My, my first <laughs> book should go to him. And then people thought, they laughed at me, and they thought, oh, she's crazy. I mean, how are you going to meet that person? He doesn't meet anybody. He's a celebrity. I said, I don't know how is the universe going to help me, but I wrote it on my vision board that my first copy will go to him. It took me some years, and then I got to know he's coming to Dallas. I got connected with few people. I believe in law of attraction. Uh -huh. it's, it's the movie secret or the book secret which talks about when you share your dreams with the universe, you keep on talking about it, uh, you start believing in that, it gets true. Yeah. So somebody, I met somebody and he said, oh, I know Sonu Nigam's manager and I'll connect you with him. And then when he was in Dallas for his concert, I met him backstage, I gifted him the first copy <laughs> and the dream came true. And what year was this? It was in 2019, 13th oh, April. Oh, so it just happened. It's, yeah, I just completed one year of my authorhood this year in okay. April, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So when's the next book coming out? It's next year, April 13th again. Really? There are two the books 13th. coming. I'm working on two more books. 13th, April 13th is my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I consider that to be the luckiest day because God sent me on this earth with a purpose. I'm trying to fulfill that purpose. So I decided, I've decided I'm working on two more books. Okay. One is the sequel of this book and the another is talking about passions, how to take make your passion a profession. So I'm working on those two books and will be released on April 13th, 2021. Well, we're pretty close. Mine's April 19th. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in the same month. We're birthday month buddies here. Great. Good to know. Um, so with uh, putting things out to the universe, mm -hmm. um, what... What does somebody do to, I mean, is, is there a way to put that into words where somebody like me would understand it? Everybody can understand. It's just a matter of, again, self-belief. Mm -hmm. First, you have to believe. For example, if, you, uh, if we are suffering from something, maybe any allergies or any illness, what do we do? We go to doctor. Mm -hmm. And when the doctor diagnoses and send, tells us this is the medication that you have to take, we don't doubt the doctor. We right. believe in the doctor and we take the medications. Even they are expensive, even if we feel like not taking medicines, but we take that. Why? Because we trust the doctor. Similarly, if we start believing in our own dreams, and I say the best way is make a vision board, just write whatever you want to achieve in your life. And just two simple practices. Wake up in the morning. Your subconscious mind is most active in the morning. Look at your vision board. Just think that you have already achieved all those things. And at night, before you sleep, start visualizing. Just close your eyes and think about it. If you want to be a billionaire, just think about it. I am a billionaire. I won't say but just looking at the vision board, it will make you a billionaire. You have to work for it. But what it does in the morning and the evening, it 
uh, I would say injects your subconscious mind. It keeps on driving you that I want to do something. I have to achieve my goals to reach here. It's a kind of a reminder for us. Yeah. So that is how it helps. It takes years. It might take even um, you know few days. But eventually, first is your self-belief. And again, practicing consistently with that. Don't give a break. Consistently do it. I've heard it put another way, too. Um, mm-hmm. What you track grows. And that, that sounds mm-hmm. similar. I mean, you <laughs> the way I say it is <laughs> way simplistic. But um, I, I think there's several different uh, ways that I've heard that same message said. But uh-huh. it's important to, uh, to kind of put a pin in it and uh-huh. know which direction that you want to head. Yes. Yeah. The way we want to go for a vacation, we plan everything. We right. just don't, uh, you know, sit on a car or maybe take a flight and wherever we reach, we plan a vacation. Even if it is a one-week vacation, we do so much of planning. But for our life, we forget to plan anything. We're just moving with the flow wherever it's taking. Just right. rolling the dice. Yeah. <laughs> so where was your last vacation? My last vacation was to Corpus Christi, I think, in December. Yeah. Do you like Corpus? It was okay. It I was mean, okay. we just went to um, just spend some time with yeah. away from work and sure. um, just relaxing. My parents were here from India, oh so okay. we wanted them to and see a beach. Yeah, they were okay. here from India to visit us. So we went there. It was good. I mean, just have the beaches gotten any better in Corpus? No, they have not. Okay, that's <laughs> brought your uh, parents from India to see the beaches in Corpus. No, they have already seen other beaches. I mean, they have been to oh all good. Ma- many places in the world. But we just wanted to br- take a break from our work for three days. And they did not want to take flights. They said, okay, let's drive. Yeah. You know, they just wanted to see the driveways. Yeah, and that's so the that's closest. That's the closest beach. We said, yeah. okay, let's go. Yeah. Place doesn't matter when you have a good <laughs> company. <laughs> sure. I, uh, I spent, uh, I think, five months in Virginia, and I got to see Virginia Beach. Uh-huh. And after that, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a beach in Texas that really oh. qualifies yes, after course, that. Of course, of <laughs> course. So um, maybe somebody can comment on the, mm-hmm. on the podcast or the YouTube <laughs> video and let me know if there's a beach that they've been to in Texas that was worth going uh-huh, back to. Uh-huh. Um, I do like... Um, Port Aransas, just for the establishments that they have there. Uh Um, They have a a tour boat that will take you out and let you Uh fish for 80 hours. Oh, Sleep on the boat, you Uh fish. Um, That's interesting. Where is it? At Port Aransas, uh, Dolphin Docks was the name of it. Uh And um, it's a lot more fun. I've heard it's a lot more fun Uh if the AC works on the boat. Oh, We went in August, and Uh the AC went out. Oh, my gosh. So... And then you realize really quick, Mm -hmm. there are no shade trees in the ocean. Yes, there are not. (laughs) (laughs) We're just cooking on this giant metal boat. Uh We were catching a lot of fish. Florida has good beaches, right? I have not been to Florida. Oh, you have not been? Today, I I mean, because uh, for my programs, I have students from all over the globe Mm -hmm. now because everything is online, so it's easy. So I got a call from a parent from Florida, Mm -hmm. and he said, I'm very interested for my child to enroll in your entrepreneurship program. I said, okay, great. And then that reminded me, I was talking to my husband, oh, it's been long, we didn't go to Florida. (laughs) But yeah. Are those your favorite beaches? They are. So your online courses, that's uh-huh. is that part of the success door? Yes, it's a part of the success door. Okay, I did see something that you had a few spots left for, for youth to yes, attend. Uh, because this is a program, the first thing, it's by the name Young Entrepreneurs in Making. Mm-hmm. So it has got five levels. 
uh, I start with the basic things, you know, again, effective communication, making some goals, giving good PowerPoint presentations, how to use storytelling in your life. So um, leadership traits. And then it goes up to five levels where I train them on A to Z of entrepreneurship. Okay. I mean, I give them a project and they keep on applying those principles. Like, for example, I have got two nine-year-old girls and they are starting their book club. They said, nowadays libraries are closed. Kids are not able to access many books. So they're starting a book club. So these are very small projects. But a nine-year-old doing this, uh, the parents really feel happy when kids are investing their time in such things. Sure. Yeah, so these programs actually go very fast because I don't take more than 10 students in one class. Mm -hmm. I have a restriction on that. I don't want to just fill because I want to connect with each child. Right. So the seats get, uh, you know, closed very, very fast. Well, that's good. And just from what I've mm -hmm. read and listened to, it, it sounds like the more children you put in an environment, Mm -hmm. uh, the lower the quality of the education. Exactly, so. because if, if I keep 30 students in a class and if I'm not able to talk to each one of them, if they don't get a chance to participate in the class, even if it's online, there's no point. Right. I don't want them just to listen. I'm not a lecture-based person. Yeah. I'm more of activity-based person. I make them do the things. Not to tell them what to think, to tell them how to think is my purpose. So they're interacting with you? Yeah, we are all interacting. It's It's like they're friends to me. Yeah. Sometimes I get a call from parents, don't you think you are too lenient, Miss Neetu? You, <laughs> you are not strict at all. I said, if they can do it easily with love and compassion, why do I need to be strict? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, is, is that what the parents maybe were looking for, with somebody <laughs> to yell at their kids? No, no, they're just uh, surprised that in the second class they think, oh, will they surely learn something? But after eight classes, the output is completely different and then they start feeling, oh, it worked. So you're building kind of a rapport with them, and that's whenever the yes, gears start to click. Yeah. It's all about connection, right? Mm -hmm. I can't teach anybody if I don't have a connection with them. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with talking to an audience. Exactly. Right? you got to connect with them. You have to connect with them. You mentioned that uh, libraries are closing. Were you talking about libraries in schools or libraries in it's cities? Public libraries. Public libraries. Cities. Right now they're closed because of COVID-19. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. And summers is the time when kids are definitely free and they spend time in reading books. Mm -hmm. But they don't have any access to that. So these girls came up and said, Ms. Neetu, we want to start this business. I mean, it's... It's not a business, but it will help them to give back to the community. They're mm -hmm. not charging anything, yeah. but they're putting their efforts. They're making a logo. They're making a flyer, a website. Got to organize all that. Organize. So they're applying all the principles of un being an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. So going forward, when they actually become an entrepreneur, they might have practiced all the things. So it would be easy for them. Yeah. Yeah, I think kids should always have some kind of outlet like that. We uh, mm -hmm. We had... One mower mm -hmm. and about four neighborhood kids, and mm -hmm. we would just go knocking on people's doors <laughs> and, hey, can we mow your yard? And they'd yeah. say, how much? And we'd I go, don't. we'd look at each other like, well, yeah. we didn't talk about this. We didn't, talk about <laughs> we didn't discuss <laughs> the amount. So we'd just throw a number out there, yeah. and they'd say, sure. Or mm -hmm. they'd try to lowball us. Yes. So we had those kind of neighbors. You, you know? have to have those. <laughs> Nowadays, kids are very smart. Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't have YouTube back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen um, some neighborhoods putting out these. They they look like a cross between a bird feeder and a mailbox, uh -huh. and it's got doors on the front of it. Okay. And inside are books. Inside and I guess the uh, the neighborhood 
adults are putting books in these things and they'll switch them out and uh-huh. the kids if they want a book they go uh-huh. grab a book and uh-huh. they return it when they're done and yes it's like a neighborhood library in a mm-hmm. in a in a birdhouse <laughs> interesting i saw that and i thought that was pretty cool mm-hmm. so um where do people pick up a book uh, a copy of a different monday uh, it's available on amazon.com okay. by the name a different monday and uh, a kindle version is also available it's available globally, internationally on yeah. all the platforms, whether it is whether somebody's in India, whether somebody's in Canada, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. It's available all over. That's awesome. Well, um, I probably need to read that for a couple of different reasons, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm looking forward to cracking that thing open. Definitely, I'll give you a copy, but you th- you have to promise that you have to read it. Yeah, well, I'd I'd like to buy a copy because I'll, I'll, I'll like assess support. you. I <laughs> when when I gift my books to mm-hmm. somebody, I assess them. You I should. take their test. Yes, hold them accountable. Yes. <laughs> because otherwise, uh, the book is just a book, right? If right. you don't read it, if you don't apply those principles, it won't help. There are yeah. twenty six life lessons shared in this, and they are in the form of small stories. So it's very easy to read, and it's just fifty seven pages. Yeah, you can eat it, read it just in three hours. Yeah, not more for than sure. That. Yeah, those words don't do any good unless you take them off the pages. Yes. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about this music video. I've always thought uh-huh. that I should probably uh-huh. put some bell bottoms on and get out in the uh-huh. driveway and make a music video. But is uh-huh. it is it that easy? Uh, it's not that easy <laughs> because um, it it was a story. We we wanted to make this video, and just four minutes was the time we decided. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, Making it in a way that the audience looks at it and they get a message. Because for me, it was not anything called entertainment. Mm-hmm. Normally, music videos are. But mine was a motivation. I wanted to inspire people that they listen to the lyrics, they watch the video, and they get inspired. So I have shown my life that this is a life. I don't even. I don't just preach. I'm living that kind of life. That's my go-to phrase. I want to live a life which becomes a message for all. So in that, I have shown my life cycle. I get up in the morning, I how I have a work-life balance. I take care of my family. I take care of myself. I am into fitness. I do yoga in the morning. Then I make sure that I tell my family that I love you. I spend time with my family in the evening. I go to work. If I find somebody crying or maybe upset, it's my duty to help the person and share my experience. So we have shown two stories of two people. One is a girl. She's a very little girl. She gets rejected after all the auditions for modeling. And then I inspire her, and she's ready again. <laughs> the other person is, he comes from India, and it's been six months. He's not getting a job. He's depressed. He's he's just decided to quit, you know. What, what would he do in life? And then I inspire him that life is, you know, it's full of challenges. But don't give up. You are ready to. And then by my words, they get inspired and they are both successful now. So we have shown a kind of a story in that four minutes of song. Mm-hmm. And it came out great. That's uh, awesome. And yeah. you, you did this to, to launch your uh, YouTube yes, channel. Yes, that was, I did it to launch my uh, YouTube video. And now every week I record some videos. There are a few on my Monday series. There are a few on some simple life hacks, which you can use to you know have a work-life balance and a good life, maybe time management maybe goal setting. And then I also share some, suppose I watch a movie and I find some life lesson in that movie. I share about that movie. So it's called a learning ladder. Mm -hmm. You can learn from so many resources. It could be quotes, it could be leaders, it could be movies, it could be songs. And then I also share quick book summaries. If somebody is planning to read a book, 
So I'll just make a quick book summary about because I'm an avid reader. Mm-hmm. I need one book per week. Mm-hmm. That's my you know, I give myself a target of 52 books in a year. Yeah. So I share that summary. It could be helpful for the person instead of picking up a 200 pages book. If they know what's in the book in two minutes, they might want to read the book if it's their choice. So all that I have, uh, you know, started making on my YouTube and it's going well. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're very busy. So you've got Toastmasters to keep your uh, <laughs> uh, speech ability mm-hmm. sharp. You've got mm-hmm. the books to keep your mind sharp. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of things to, to keep you I, moving, I sounds like. I don't say it's a kind of word busy. I don't have mm-hmm. that word when people say, oh, you must be busy. I'm never busy. It's just that I have my timetable and I'm occupying myself with the timetable. I always have time for my family. Yeah. I spend time. I go for a walk with my family. Mm-hmm. I watch TV. I do everything. It's about how you make your timetable, follow it, and just balance it. That's awesome. So everything you were just describing can be found... On YouTube, uh, YouTube is more of about my motivational. But oh, okay. Uh, it's all the motivational stuff, but all the programs that I do, uh, people can find on my website. That's the successstore.com. Right. And then I'm on all the social media. You would say you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Are th- all those the same handle? Uh, they are by the name Neetu the Navigator. Okay. Yeah, and and Neetu is N E E T U. Just so you know, if you're listening to this, and I'll tr- I'll provide some links uh, in the mm-hmm. podcast description mm-hmm. and on the YouTube, and uh, I also now have Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook was easy, but Facebook was easy. Instagram and Twitter, I'm still uh-huh. kind of figuring out. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of Instagram. Twitter uh-huh. is still kind of Make an it anomaly. One by one, I <laughs> I do this formula. One month I dedicate to Facebook. One month I'll dedicate to Insta. One month I'll dedicate to LinkedIn mm-hmm. because uh, you never know where you can inspire somebody on any platform. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of you work it on a rotation. Yes, I work on a rotation. So like May was inst- Instagram and one June month will be dedicated to one social media. Yeah. Though I post everything everywhere, uh-huh. but I do more of research on. on particular. Mm-hmm. Like this month, I'm working on my YouTube. How to make the titles of the YouTube, which can, you know, um, attract more of the audience. Mm-hmm. How should the description be? How should the video be? How should the intro-outro be? So this month is dedicated to YouTube channel. Okay. Well, I might have to call you and get some pointers because... I'm doing this in phases myself, and Anytime. the next phase is Anytime. editing and getting everything launched. I would love so. to help you. <laughs> it's your interview number nine. We've uh-huh. got the last one on um, Sunday, uh-huh. and that is actually going to be the first one. I'm going to sit down with some friends, and we're going to talk uh-huh. about the scope for the podcast uh-huh. and you know things I want to avoid and mm-hmm. where, where I see it going. You're doing so. amazing. I mean, bringing the voice to the audience is one of the most difficult tasks. Because everybody does for themselves. Mm-hmm. But when you start doing for others, when you start helping others, I feel it's it's uh, God helps you back and no. things come back to you. So if you're helping people, you'll definitely come across with so many people who will help you in your life. So you're doing a great yeah. job. Well, thank you. Um, my, my idea behind that, um, I'm trying to put my words together here. I can go back and take any of these rough okay. spots out. <laughs> I might leave them in. I don't know. Um, but what I was going to tell you is that 
whenever I come up with a product, whether it was my first business was mm-hmm. a landscaping business. Uh-huh. Uh, my second one was a little advertising business that I put together and made videos for uh, companies. Uh-huh. But every time I start something, it's always about getting my message out, uh-huh. trying to bring people in and show them what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, a year or two, I, I came to the realization that if you want to draw people in, if you want to make your product attractive, mm-hmm. you need to bring value. Yes. So in order to uh, make this a successful endeavor, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to put that value mm-hmm. up front. Exactly. So I'm going to spend the entire first year of this podcast mm-hmm. uh, making new friends mm-hmm. and bringing value to their product exactly. or to their life or uh-huh. whatever. Um, no, no, so definitely. Put, it needs put that a lot value of, system up front. a lot of hard work. I could see, you know, 40 minutes drive coming here all the way, setting up everything. It needs a lot of efforts. But when you come out of the comfort zone, there is when success appears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I'd, I'd be uh, disingenuous if I didn't mention that I'd already have some people uh-huh. uh, that made the drive for me. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a gentleman that's a podcaster uh, out of Plano. His name's Lucas. Uh-huh. And he drove all the way to West Aww. Fort Worth for me. So, um, yeah, uh, if I'm going to give myself credit for driving to you today, I better mm-hmm. say something about Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is so kind of you to especially come here, yeah. Well, um, I want to make sure that we get all of your tags out. We talked mm-hmm. about uh, Nitu on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. and So, uh, Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. it is Nitu the Navigator. Okay. Right. And YouTube is NeTube. Right, with the B-E at the end of your name. So basically YouTube, if you just remove the U, that is mm-hmm. YouTube left. And NeTube is my name. Right. So I just tried to check the common words, which mm-hmm. was T-U. So mm-hmm. I made as NeTube. Very clever. <laughs> I, I, I started smiling when I saw what you did there. Uh-huh. It's very good. <laughs> so the successdoor.com, find yeah. her on social media. Uh-huh. And um, I'll make sure that all those links are on there. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. Thank you, Andrew. And Thank you to you. And it's an honor to be on such a platform and, you know, sharing my life with the people. Well, next time we see each other, it will have a audience and we will be able to do much, much more. Love that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely, we together can do so many great things. Wonderful. Me too. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.